from the Mousecapade Studios. Here are your hosts. Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki and I'm here with Brad. We pray that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 745 and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Before we get started, we'd like to remind you that the Mousecapades podcast is part of the Your Story Travel Company. At Your Story Travel Company, we can plan a magical trip for you anywhere in the world. Text Vicki for a free quote at 636-373-4497. So Brad and I just returned from Orlando, Florida, and this is not a normal Orlando trip for us. Normally when we go to Orlando, we go to a Disney park, but we in fact did a Disney non-park trip. Uh, as you guys know, if you listen to the show, they're, they were having a sale, or they're still having a sale. I think it's good until September the 30th. If you have Disney Plus, it will save you 25% or up to 25% on certain resorts. So for Father's Day, I thought it would be fun to give Brad a trip away, just the two of us. And we were able to stay at the Wilderness Lodge for the price of a moderate resort, which is a good deal if you know anything about the prices of the resorts. If not, I can break it down for you at a later time. So we left on Thursday night uh, and until we got to the airport, our plane was on time. And then, I don't know, Brad, was it like, Six, we were supposed to leave at 6.35 and we got a thing at 6 o'clock or something like that that said that our plane was delayed until 7.31. Then right after they put that the plane was delayed, somebody came across the intercom system and said that we needed to move to gate 33. Well, we were at gate 10. Uh, they didn't tell us that the plane was delayed at that point. I guess they expected that we got that from the text. Because that was the first thing Brad said. He's like, uh, yeah, notice she did not say that the plane was delayed. She just said we were moving. But I'll let you talk to why you were grateful that we moved. Yes, so we were originally scheduled to be on a Boeing Max 8, 737 Max 8. That's the one that they had issues with in the last couple of years. And I was not too keen on it. Obviously, they've supposedly fixed those issues. But so once we changed gates, that actually meant that our plane changed as well. So we were no longer in a Max 8. So that made me feel a little bit better. But like I said, it would have been fine. They're safe now. But, you know, knowing what I know, I was a little uneasy. Because Brad doesn't tell you that he watches air disasters on television all the time. He says it's because he likes to see all the growth, but he always does it right before we take a trip on an airplane. Because it's not to see them crash. It's because of what they've implemented as a result of those past crashes. I know, but I always notice that you watch it a lot more right before we get on one. I do, because I want to know it's safe. And that tells me it's safer. Or <laughs> that the accumulated knowledge and the accumulated experience over all the years is hopefully making things safer. So can't do anything about pilot error, but any of those other things, hopefully those things are safer. So the plane was safer. Unfortunately, we did not have Wi-Fi on the trip, which was weird because we always do. And they were giving all kinds of examples, like talk to your spouse about what's going on in your life, play a game with your children, 
do something that doesn't involve Wi-Fi. Well, I guess so, because that there was no Wi-Fi. And just clarification, it just was not available on that flight. So yes. There was a technical issue and it wasn't available on that flight. Right. And if we had a technical issue, I'd much rather be Wi-Fi than something else. So. Correct. So we arrived in Orlando. We were late, as we said. We got our luggage. And here's where I'm going to plug why it's important to have transportation lined up in advance. So it was just two of us. So we were thinking, oh, well, we'll just grab an Uber or a Lyft. It won't be a big deal, blah, 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 blah. Well, here's what I didn't factor in my head. Um, gas prices are up, which I do know, but I wasn't thinking from that perspective and how much it possibly could be. So we signed up for Lyft and we got canceled by the first driver. And we're assuming it's because we asked for an added stop and we didn't want like a long stop. We just wanted to get some dinner because we had not had dinner. So needless to say, that person canceled us. So it was supposed to be like a 20 minute wait. It ended up being an hour and 15 minutes uh, waiting for the lift. So I'm telling you, please, this is another reason to have a travel agent so that they can make sure that your transportation is lined up and you're ready to go. We'll talk about how we got back to the airport towards the end of this. And let me tell you, had we gone with one of the prepaid options, we would have probably waited much less time and paid about a half of what we paid. We paid almost $100. And if you take Mears or Sunshine Flyer, it's anywhere from about $64 to $68 round trip. So you live and you learn. So that would have been 30 something bucks one way. And we paid almost 100 one way. Yes. So our loss is your gain of knowledge. That's why we do this show. So that's a good thing. So we headed to the Wilderness Lodge. Uh, when we got there, we were a little nervous. We didn't know where we were going. We'd never stayed at the Wilderness Lodge before, which is why we wanted to stay there. And it took us a little while, but we finally found our room and it was a very nice accommodations. I did post a little video footage of like it was 1.17 in the morning or something to that effect of our room, what it looked like and what the view looked like. And that is on the Mousecapades podcast Facebook page. So if you want to give that a look, and I believe it's connected to our Instagram pages too, also, so you could see it either place. And I will say when we arrived, it was a little weird. There was no one checking people in. Like there was no one at the check-in desk. So we took a little adventure up the wrong floor, trying to find our room. Cause it said you didn't have to check in at the front, but obviously you did. And then we came back and someone finally appeared like magic. Um, and I don't know, this is just me. With it being a deluxe resort, I don't think you should ever have a complete vacancy at the check-in desk. I think someone should be there at all times, whether they're just playing on their phone or whatever, even if it's completely dead. I don't know. I was wondering if you had to go to the bathroom or something and there wasn't, because there was nobody at Bell Services as well. And usually there's a person in each place. The only people there were the people vacuuming the floors because it was that late at night. So I was a little disappointed in that because we had to, you know, by that point in the morning, you just want to get to your room. So we finally did. The guy came back. He finally showed up, got us our room key or got us all sorted out which room we were supposed to be in. We got to our room um, and then it was pretty much chips and water for dinner because we didn't get any dinner, basically. And so we decided that we needed to make a breakfast reservation. Correct. So we did that at Whispering Canyon. And so got up the next morning and we're at Whispering Canyon, which is the on-site restaurant 
which is one of the on-site restaurants there at the Wilderness Lodge. And it looked good. The food looked good. I saw a picture. I did not notice the tagline on the advertisement for the restaurant, though. And it said, all you care to enjoy plus shenanigans. I didn't see that part. And so I didn't know, I didn't realize that this was a, how am I going to say this? It was a very interactive breakfast, um, almost to the point of making me anxious. And I'll let Vic go into why that is. The first time we went there was 2009. Some big things happened in on our trip in 2009. That was our very first visit. One of the things was Joey went into a full-blown asthma attack because of the heat, the temperature, and everything that was going on just messed him up completely. <clears throat> and we had other stuff going on, and we were super busy, which was a good thing because at the point, we did not know that we would return to Disney anytime in the near future. We, that was just not on our radar. We just thought this would be one and done. Well, we ended up loving it, and of course, as you know, still go back. But we ate there while we were there in 2009. I think that it was farther into the week. Everybody was kind of tired. The kids were all a little cranky. I don't remember half of the stuff that went on. However, I don't want to give too much away because I want you to go to it. Of course, if you go on any kind of YouTube video, you're going to see it. Or if you looked at my video, you might have seen some of the stuff. But if you do things wrong there or what they consider wrong, they can put you in jail. Um, if you ask for ketchup, there's some fun things that go on with that. They had us all stand up and sing happy and you know it. Everybody's saying happy birthday to people. So uh, it was very interactive. I thought it was fun and everybody seemed to enjoy it. I didn't realize you were getting anxious. Although I am sorry, I did not hear Brad say our waiter fed Brad some breakfast sausage. He told him he needed to eat it because I was having to eat the waffles because Brad couldn't have them. Little did he know I was not gonna eat all those waffles. He just, he brought five. I'm like, I'm one person. But anyways, it is a lot of fun and also very reasonably priced. Our waiter's name was Hung, H-U-N-G, and he was hilarious, maybe over the top with bread and that breakfast sausage, because, you know, but he was a lot of fun. All of them were, but that was our specific waiter. And so you can ask for him if you would like to. We gave him a shout out for sure, because he really did make it fun from the very, from the very moment that we sat down at the table. He was good. Uh, yes, he was very good. We just wanted traditional breakfast with scrambled eggs. Bread likes breakfast a lot. So scrambled eggs, bacon, sausage, um, biscuits, gravy. It was only $24 per person for that meal. It was very well worth it. And if you're up for a little antics on your vacation and you don't mind a little give and take, because you can give it back just as much as they give it to you. So go with that. So this was our pool day, one of them. This whole vacation was about getting away, not having the normal Disney schedule of trying to get um, lightning lanes or any of that kind of stuff or trying to make it to a show. We did have some reservations later, which we will talk about, but. So this was a pool day and we spent some time at the pool after the breakfast, most of the afternoon. And then what? We wrapped up at the pool, Vic, what, four o'clock, 4.30? Yeah. Came back to our room and we had a reservation at Cape May. And so we thought we were really smart. We had it all planned out how we're going to get to Cape May because there's not a direct bus there, right? Correct. It only goes to the parks, Typhoon Lagoon, and Disney Springs. 
Okay, so what was our planned route, Vic? Let's start there. What did we think we were gonna do? So originally, and we've done this plenty of times before, I tell my clients to do this. If you're going to a resort reservation, and I encourage people to do that, that's for everybody, my clients, listeners, whatever. Uh, there are some amazing restaurants at the other resorts. The unfortunate thing is there are no resort to resort buses. So you have to go somewhere where you can get a resort bus. So my mind said, we'll go to Disney Springs. Well, when we got there, it said that the Disney Spring bus to the bus stop, by the way, it said that the bus was going to be 25 minutes. And so Brad looked at me and he's like, we're fine. We got plenty of time. Don't be worrying, blah, 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 blah. So I was like, okay, because I, I get a little anxious about that. I know there's a little padding to the reservations, but I always get a little anxious because I don't want to miss a reservation that I got up with the roosters to make. So the bus time kept changing and it kept getting higher and higher and higher. That's the one thing I will say about those boards that tell you the time. They are great, but it kind of defeats the purpose if they just keep changing. Like when you got there, it was 15 minutes. And then 10 minutes later, it's still a 15 minute wait. That does you no good. You have no gauge of really what the true time is. That's my only beef with that system. This other couple was there and they were waiting for Disney Springs too. But then all of a sudden they hopped on a bus and I thought, oh, they must've changed their mind, but they went to a park bus. Well, we didn't have park tickets. We already told you that. We're like, oh, okay. Well, it dawns on me about halfway through. Brad, if we go to a park, just because we don't have park tickets, doesn't mean we can't get on a resort bus, which is what we needed to get on a beach club bus to get to the Cape May Cafe. So the next bus that came was, do you remember Brad? Which park bus? Was it Animal Kingdom? or Epcot. It was Epcot. So Brad and I are like, okay, we'll just hop on this bus and be cool in the air conditioning. We get to Epcot and what do we find out? Not all the parks go to all the resorts. And I did know that. And, and the one we needed to go to was one of the ones that's not on the Epcot list. You can get there by what? We could have gotten there by boat had we had an Epcot ticket. Because right. you gotta get, you gotta go through Epcot to get to the back of the park to get to the boats. Well, we couldn't do that because we don't have Epcot ticket. So, just for reference for you guys, Boardwalk, Beach Club, Yacht Club, Swan and Dolphin, those all get to Hollywood Studios and Epcot by boat, unless there's a lightning storm or something like that. So, Brad looked at me and I looked at him and we were like, "This is why we don't have a schedule because this is supposed to be a fun trip." So why we're here, why not take the monorail? But to go the monorail, you have to go security. We went through security, we hopped on the monorail. We took the monorail to the Ticket and Transportation Center. Where you have to then change lines to get on the, the correct monorail to get us to... Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom. And so we did that, got to Magic Kingdom, and then from there, we can get a bus to Beach Club, right? But since we weren't planning on going to the parks, we thought it would be humorous if we took pictures. So we stopped, got a good picture of uh, the two of us in front of the orb, not inside the park, obviously, but you still could see the orb. It was pretty cool. And then when we got to the Magic Kingdom, we stopped quickly, grabbed a picture in front of the main area where Minnie and Mickey are sitting with their 50th birthday cake and the train stations in the background. So that was pretty cool. So then we went and had an amazing dinner. If you've not been to Cape May Cafe, 
this is one place that we do go regularly, not all the time. We did used to go every year, but there's so many great resort uh, restaurants or actually restaurants period on any Disney property that we try to change it up. We did go there at Christmas, so if you heard us say that. However, this has gone back to full on buffet. Here's how it's changed if you went before the pandemic. Before the pandemic, all the time, crab legs were on this buffet. Now, in the course of the time of the of pandemic, I don't know what, Brad, I don't know if they even told us that when we were at Christmas, so if they did, you can talk about that. But the food primarily was seafood. They did have things like prime rib, and in the kids section, they have like chicken nuggets and fried chicken or chicken strips, pizza, macaroni and cheese. Also on the regular bar with the seafood, they had like mashed potatoes and veggies. There's a salad bar along with seafood. There is much more um, non-seafood items now than there was prior to the pandemic. And the crab legs are no longer a part of that buffet. If you want the crab legs, they will sell them to you for $29.99, or that's what it was when we were there. It could change if market value changes, of course, but it's $29.99 a pound. So what we found out was the buffet is cheaper than it was prior to the pandemic, because if you don't want the crab legs, then um, you don't have to add them on. And then you're, I think it was $40 a person for your food, but we had plenty of seafood because the two of us ate shrimp. We got crab legs because we just like those but we also got shrimp and cod, uh, peel and eat shrimp. Um, I had some clams. There was lots of different things to pick from. I didn't really eat the more traditional foods like mac and cheese and chicken because I can have that all the time and I don't get fresh seafood that's been delivered nearby from an ocean. And since I have to watch my sugars, she went and asked the chef if they had anything low sugar or sugar-free and they did have no sugar added cheesecakes. Now that wasn't out on the table, but she brought me like three of the little dollar sized mini cheesecakes. Those are very good, very good. Not sweet at all, just slight sweetness, which is what I was looking for. It was really nice that she did that. I had something called the Beach Club Bonbon there, just so you know. It is delicious. There are tons of desserts. Everything is bite-sized. That's what's good because then you don't feel so guilty getting it. And the bite-sized bonbon now supposedly is going to stay the light color blue. It might change for Halloween with orange and black or red and green for Christmas. But what it is is cookies and cream mousse on top of an Oreo cookie on top of some like decorative colored thing. So definitely give that a try if you go. We went back to the resort and our plan originally was to get some sleep, but then get up in the morning and go to the pool prior to going to the Contemporary for our, our late lunch restaurant reservation, 150. We did not do that. I ended up sleeping more than I had wanted to, which again, it's all about taking it easy and relaxing. So you just let me sleep. We slept in. We didn't go to the pool before our reservation at Steakhouse 71 but we did go to Steakhouse 71 that day. We took a bus straight to Magic Kingdom, which was the way to go. And then you can just walk over to Contemporary. And so that was pretty direct for that reservation. Not a whole lot of transportation switches for that one. So Steakhouse 71, I thought it was killer. I had the burger, the stack burger. It's probably one of the best burgers I've had 
anywhere, Disney or anywhere else. It's that good. And I'll let Vic talk to the other things, but but I was really impressed with the burger. And your side was? Fries. Waffle fries. They were very good. With garlic and Parmesan cheese. Garlic and Parmesan. That was different, but it was so good. And then we had onion rings as the appetizer. Those are good too. And Brad recommends that you cut them instead of trying to dip. It made it so much easier. He cut them into little pieces and then that way the breading didn't come off and um, they were easier to dip into the dipping sauce, which was a spicy ranch, but it really didn't seem too spicy to me. No, it was really good though. Really, really good. So our plan was we would go to Disney Springs after our meal by bus. We went downstairs and the TV said that it was gonna be 35 minutes for the bus to Disney Springs from the Contemporary. And we sat down for a minute and I said, I was gonna tell you we should take the monorail to Epcot and pick up a bus. And Brad's like, you wanna do that? We sat there for about two seconds. We decided that sounded like a better plan. Plus we get to see more. So we did, we got up, got back on the monorail like we did the day before. We went to Epcot. Sad news, my friends, there's not a bus from Epcot to Disney Springs. Another one that we didn't put two and two together on. We just assumed that there would be a bus to Disney Springs from Epcot, but there is not. There was though, that's the thing that's so frustrating. Before, yeah. We finally got there. We had to, to take a couple monorails and a bus, but we got to Disney Springs and did we take a bus? No, yes, we did, we took a bus but it didn't go to Disney Springs, so we took a bus to Saratoga Springs and got off at Saratoga Springs, walked across the bridge to Disney Springs. Yeah, we, we know all kinds of information now that we are happy to share with my clients because um, some things have changed since we originally went there because I know that a bus used to go to Disney Springs. We have done it from Animal Kingdom before and Magic Kingdom, so. Yeah, an addendum to the prior statement. There's just no direct bus now to Disney Springs. Correct, but you can take a Saratoga Springs bus get off at the, what did you call that? The Continental Bus Station or something like that that was in the Saratoga Springs. You can look it up on Google because Brad did. And um, it told us where to get off. And then we, and he thought we were getting a boat. And I said, oh no, this takes you right to the bridge. And he's like, I didn't even know this was here. So we took a bridge across, went to Disney Springs. Well, the primary reason for going to Disney Springs is Gideon's cookies. And you've heard us say that we wanted to go to Gideon's and at Christmas we tried to get this cookie that Miranda had been trying to get us to try forever and ever. Chocolate chip toffee cookie, guess what? They gave us all chocolate chip. Chocolate chip cookies are good, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so we get there and the lady said about a 30 minute wait. I think we ended up only waiting about 20 minutes, right? Yes. Uh, Brad went and got a fountain coke zero because disney loves him and has coke zero on fountain there and he got one for us to drink while we were waiting in the line well the cookie of the month of july was a chocolate chip pecan orange cookie like this whole theme of disney springs for that uh, the month of july was orange and so a lot of places had orange desserts and things for you to try so I went there primarily to get that cookie. Well, I also remembered somebody, uh, a vlog that I'd watched saying that they had an orange cold brew and I'd never tried the cold brew. Everybody keeps telling us to. So um, I told Brad, I think Kaylee's gonna want to get the banana bread chocolate chip cookie because she was saying, oh, I wish we were going in June so I could get this cookie. And so I'm like, you cannot watch the price. Well, then I got in there and saw the cookie or the cake of the month, orange pecan chocolate chip cake. 
And he's like, if you want it, just go ahead and get it. Let me just tell you, I'm sorry that July is over. I hope they carry it over like they did the June cookie with the banana bread. That orange cookie was amazing. The cake was amazing. And the cold brew was drank in 10 minutes time. You can ask Brad, I sucked it down. It was so good. So definitely stop at Gideon's if you have a chance, completely worth it. We sat a little while for me to drink. It was more than 10 minutes we sat, but I drank the thing in 10 minutes and then we sat there for a few minutes and Brad was trying to decide, was he hungry enough to eat dinner at that point? Um, we had been wandering around the Springs. We went in a couple stores. We didn't buy anything, but we just were looking around and stuff. And he decided, yes, we should get Chicken Guy. And so we went into Chicken Guy and um, got Brad. I got it to go because we knew Brad was going to eat, but I was bringing mine back to the resort. I wasn't quite hungry enough yet. And so he ate his five chicken tenders with what kind of dipping sauce? Wasn't it Buttermilk Ranch? Buttermilk Ranch. That's it. And the one thing that I love about their Buttermilk Ranch is he puts fresh minced garlic in it. Good. We are some big, big old minced garlic Frank fans. Good, good. So we're done. We headed on a bus back to the Wilderness Resort. Our whole plan was to get changed in our suits and then swim until it was time for the pool to close, which the pool closes at 11. We did not swim until 11 o'clock because we had been there by like two and a half hours. We had done a lot of traveling that day and I just told Brad, I said, I'm done. He's like, okay. So we went ahead and got out. We decided to go to bed, but the whole reason we went to Disney Springs that day was because on Sunday, we had to check out of our room. However, you can use the amenities until you leave for in your car to go home or you leave on an airplane or however you leave the resort, you're allowed to be on property that day. So yes, it's Sunday, it's checkout day. We have to be checked out by 11, but we really had to be checked out way before then because we had a breakfast reservation at Ohana at the Polynesian Resort. So we got up, got packed, and we chose to take an Uber to the Polynesian because it was so cheap. It was like eight bucks because it's surge pricing for Uber. And as long as it's not busy, you can get cheap rides. It's just that the one we did the other night getting from the airport, it was real busy. So the prices really jacked up. So this one was reasonable. We took it, got there in what? 10 minutes, Vic? Easy. Yeah. And so got to Ohana, got right in pretty much. We got there a little early checked in before you go on i wanted to say we waited uh 30 seconds for our driver to get to the wilderness resort you can talk to that because you're the one that discovered it so yeah we chose to do an uber because it was reasonable but as soon as i put it in on the app it said that he was ready he was already there well he had just dropped somebody off and he was still at the pickup point which i saw him in the same shirt as was on the app and i'm like oh there's our driver so we walked right out the front door and basically got in the car and left. So it could not have been better timing to get to Polynesian. It was awesome. So yeah, then we got to Polynesian, had the Ohana breakfast. It was good as always. Had an amazing view. Had a great view. Yep, it was good. And so just kind of a relaxing breakfast to kind of end, end the morning on. And so... And I don't know if we had mentioned it earlier, but we did drop off our luggage at the concierge back at Wilderness Lodge because we knew we were going to go back and swim the afternoon. But 
after we were done with breakfast, we got to do boat rides. The only transportation I think we didn't do was the Skyliner. Yep. We did most other forms of transportation. So this was the day we did boats and we did two boats back to Wilderness Lodge. One boat from Polynesian to Magic Kingdom and one boat from Magic Kingdom to the Wilderness Lodge. We grabbed another picture in front of Magic Kingdom, just so even though it wasn't a no park trip, we got pictures of the park. Yes. And so then we got back to Wilderness Lodge, got changed into our swimsuits and hung out at the pool for about five hours, which is glorious because it was 99 degrees that day. So it was very hot. It was the place to be for sure. It's a really nice pool with like a waterfall running across. It's supposed to look like um, fresh springs running into the pool. It's got big boulders and there's a kid. Well, it's not really a kid slide. It's a slide for all ages, but Brad said he didn't want to get on it because he was afraid it would swing him up over the top because he was too big for it. But there were people his age and size going down the slide. Um, I don't need to end up in the ER for my last day at Disney. Sorry. No. But anyways, yeah, it was very, very relaxing. We got out a couple times, but it was super hot, like to the point watching people running across the pavement shouldn't have been funny, but it was funny because you like had to dart to the pool because your feet would like burn. It was almost like the Flintstones. Their feet were going that fast. Yep, that's true. When they drive the car, it was like, ow, 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 hot, hot, hot. So I had to get to their seat. Once they got out of the pool, they had to get to their seat before their feet burn and vice versa. It was that hot, but did that, swam the, most of the afternoon. And then we got out, got changed into our regular clothes that we were gonna wear home. And then we wanted to get something before we went to the airport one last time to eat. And so we chose to eat at Geyser Point Bar and Grill, which is right there by the pool. Vic, I'll let you speak to that, how that went. So I have heard from tons of people, and if you guys listen to anybody besides us, you probably have heard about this this restaurant as well. It doesn't take pre-reservations, but it has a wait line. So you can go on the My Disney Experience app and just see. And when I went on there, it said 10 minute wait. So I asked Brad, do you want to go to fast food? Or, you know, like the quick serve, or do you want to go there? And he goes, well, we might as well go there. And uh, we had heard earlier in the weekend from a couple that we met at the pool from New York that it was really delicious. And so it was just another per person telling us the same thing. So we went and I checked us in. Brad, you had to use the restroom. And so while he was in the restroom, I checked us in and I said, we're already checked in. And on our way walking to it, we weren't even halfway to it. And it said, your table is ready see the hostess so we went found the hostess she sat us down we had an amazing waitress except for at this moment paula i was trying to think of her name one thing that i will tell you because paula doesn't want to have to tell people don't get the tea at this restaurant if you're expecting brewed tea they use the fountain tea and tea just normally if you google it it goes bad after about four hours and starts to taste funny because it's a plant so it can go bad. So if you're going there, plan on drinking water or lemonade or something other than, and they do have a full-size bar if you want an adult beverage, something other than tea because you will be sad. That is the only bad thing that I have to say. We both got the bison burger because that's what we had heard from everybody was amazing. I loved it. However, Brad said his, it the one at 71 Steakhouse was, or Steakhouse 71 was 
probably a, a smidge better to him, but I tasted his burgers, I thought they were equally as good. They were practically as good. I mean, I would put them on the same level. It was just so juicy and it had a special aioli um, sauce on it and onion straws and it just was yum. And then they had french fries. I don't know how many listeners know what Steak and Shake is, but Steak and Shake is a local place that we have. We only have a couple left now. French fries that has amazing uh, seasoning on it and they had amazing fries and that went with it. And when we got done there, we had time to uh, use the restroom, get our luggage and go outside and wait. And this time we were smart and pre-planned the night before to get right back to the airport on Mears. And it was only $32 for Brad and Vicki both to ride the bus and get back to the airport. So definitely use Mears or Sunshine Flyer because it's worth it unless you're wanting to go to like, I know some people want to make the trip special and they're only going like once every four or five years and they want to do a town car or something, but just have something in mind because Uber and Lyft, they eat you alive. So our mayor's trip was awesome. There was only eight of us on the bus on the way to the airport. And the one thing that Mears has that Magical Express did not is leather seats. Very, very comfy seats. Not that they were not comfortable, but they were leather and I thought that was nice easy cleaning for them and I just want to go back real quick and give a shout out to our our waitress at Steakhouse 71 Janet she's from London England she was a hoot and if you go to Steakhouse 71 you can ask for Janet unless they're getting ready to close and she said don't ask for anybody (laughs) Um, but and she was just funny so if you go to that restaurant ask for her She is a hoot. She gave us great recommendations. Brad talked about his burger. I didn't even talk about what I ate, which was a delicious grilled cheese sandwich. But we had an amazing no park Orlando trip. Highly recommend it with or without kids. Um, We've done non-park before with our kids and we've done it just by ourselves. And it's a nice break away, but you're still in the Disney bubble. It was very nice, very relaxing. You don't have to be, you don't have to have park tickets for it to be Disney and for you to feel like you're getting the Disney magic because this one was really good and bonus on our flight back we got exit row three seats nice leg room and we were lucky enough not to have someone in between us so it was a really nice flight back that was a nice way to end the night on coming back it was it was a very good trip thank you for joining us and listening to our adventures on our non-park Orlando trip If you are looking to book a trip or just want a free quote, you can call me at 636-373-4497. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you even have a question or a comment, you can email us at yourstorytravel.com or text me at 636-373-4497. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, or on our TikTok account, Your Story Travel. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show as we dish the latest rumors and news and chat with the gang. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Well, I think it's about that time. Disney love. Just keep swimming. Have a magical day, my friends. My friends.